destination, a little local road from the habitations of the towns we know. A place we saw the lights turn low, the jigsaw jazz and the jet fresh flow. Pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts, two turn tables and a microphone. Bottles and cans, and just clap your hands, or just clap your hands. Where's that? And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. My name is Joel. Tonight is Tuesday, July the 27th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hi, Joel. I'm doing well. Uh, We're going to do a little bit of a different format for the podcast this week, where we're just going to do a bit of a hot take round robin. But I'm actually going to start out with a shout out right now uh, to Dump on the Ump alumni Eli, who just won an Emmy for investigative reporting. What? That's so, right. That's right. Yeah. You told me about that. Congrats. Yeah, he won an Emmy. Your brother? Uh, he yeah. used to be on this podcast. He got all of his chops. Everything he knows about investigative journalism, he From learned you. on this Dumb podcast. Oh. So that his winning the Emmy is essentially the same as us winning an Emmy. So, uh, which, an Emmy. So, so we have an ju- Emmy now. We're I, I, Emmy that's winning so podcast. Cool. That's basically. so cool because I, I was just going to be like, man, your brother's got the E and E got, but now I have the E and E got. Exactly. Right. He is, he is now obsessed with E gotting, actually. So, oh, that's great. It's a big first step. I'm into it too. I'm going to keep working on it. Shout out, Eli. He's going to hate this. He's going to hate this. <laughs> Thanks for the EGOT, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're basically one fourth of the way to the EGOT. Yeah, okay, cool. we need a Grammy, a Tony, and an Oscar. I'll get the Tony. Thomas, you're right. on the Grammy. Sam, that leaves the Oscar up to you. And then which one is that? That's the acting <laughs> That's one? Acting on, like on in the stage. movies. In, no, no. I, I've taken I mean a Tony is I think a, t- a Tony is also an actor. Tony one. is the is the Broadway one. Theater on Broadway. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to pronounce it like in that. The movies. So I gotta be in yeah. the movies. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll call my agent. Call your agent. Yeah. I mean, Get on it. They should be knocking our doors down now that we haven't. Yeah, I feel like my, my stock's gone up. <laughs> <laughs> also, Eli. I, I texted him this earlier. Eli, you got to start a burner account so I can talk to you about baseball on Twitter. He's like, oh, there's a scandal at the old folks home in Providence because they didn't contain coronavirus and everybody died. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, let's talk about how shitty the Red Sox catchers are. <laughs> He doesn't want to talk to me ever. <laughs> you know, I don't think he hangs on Twitter very often. You know, he's on Twitter a lot. He is on Twitter, like not as much as I am because I have a nobody's on Twitter problem. as much as you are. I have a I have an addiction <laughs> problem. I understand that. 
going to Twitter. I know. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about changing our password on our Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. Like me and Sam have been talking about an intervention. You have both parental controls to monitor your screen time. That'd be good. Can you do that, Sam? It's, maybe that's the first step. No, I need it. God damn it. It's like my opioids. You got to admit you have a problem. Oh, I admit it. I have a drinking problem, too. I, I haven't changed that, have I? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, How far into this are we? Like two minutes? Hold on. I got that information for you. Yeah, how how far? I uh, know I was just making. Oh uh, yeah, four minutes. Four minutes. Well, yeah, four I, minutes I, in, we're already Joel's already talking about this. Congratulations, Eli. Though, because like Eli should be upset about this Bodugo thing, right? Right. But, I mean, I don't think anybody really should be upset Bodugo about thing? what anybody says on Twitter, Joel. I think that's. I think that's a you that's spent too much time on problem. Twitter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Back to where we started. Uh, We're going to have to do this intervention sooner than later. Hi, my name is Joel. I have a Twitter problem. <laughs> my Twitter problem is I think Verdugo is overrated. All right. Moving on. Also joining us, as per usual, is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good, Joel. I'm coming to you from Seattle, where I'm also on board for this multiple hot takes episode, as well as the shout outs. I'll get to my shout out later. My first hot take was going to be that the airline industry is the greatest swindle in American history. You know, well, but I guess it's not American, but what American airline industries have done to the airline industry is astounding as far as like the consumer just getting the dick end of the straw, like prices going up seating arrangements and spacing going down, charges for overhead baggage, for underhead baggage, for checking baggage, for carrying baggage. What airline? And then they charge you for meals now. Like they used to like, you used to get onto an airplane. They're like, oh, here's your meal and a drink. Have a nice day. That was and now yeah. they're like, they're like well, now it's like $40 for a meal and shut the fuck up. And if you bother me, I'm going to kick you off this airline. It's like, and then they cancel. Well, the reason I bring this up is because I have my in-laws in here, here this uh, week. And they had like, a, can a flight canceled 12 hours before they had the airline industry texted my mother-in-law at like midnight the night before their flight and was like your flight is canceled due to we can't it's understaffed so we're going to put you on a flight at 3 p.m to phoenix and your husband on a flight to dallas at 6 p.m and you're both going to arrive at seattle at different times and that's just what we've got for you and she was like well, we want to What's that? You cut out. I couldn't hear you. I've spent the night in the Dallas airport. Not bad. Well, I mean, no, I mean, fortunately, they were at home when this all happened. So they were able to like, and she got onto the line with the airlines and they worked it out that she got where she needed to go. But it was just like one of these things where it's like the airline industry constantly does this thing where they're like, fuck you, we're going to do whatever you want and you're going to have to pay for it. Well, and, and this, and, and like, their excuse to do that is that we bailed them out. Oh, yeah. And with taxpayer money. And they got like, like oh, we all went dollars. bankrupt. And you had to give us money for free. So now we're going to charge you for your carry-on. But they were doing that before this shit happened, too. You know what I mean? Like, all these changes I was talking about happened even before COVID. And now with COVID, they're, like, even worse. And it's just unfucking believable We just gave them, like, $5 billion. And they're like, 
oh, we're canceling the flights and we're not going to tell you till the last minute. Like you don't get to do that with like a regular, you know, whatever. Anyway, that was going to be my hot take until I decided that I think Sam's neighbors are going to get in a fight on this podcast before the end of it. We're going to hear him in the background. <laughs> That's why I keep muting my microphone. <laughs> but it's not. Okay, not so fighting. I'm going to ask you to stop muting. Everyone's having um, a good time out there. Yeah, but that leads to the fight. I've seen those good times before. That leads to the fight. Yeah, I've gotten in those fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just putting. That sound like a fight to you? I'm just putting money. We got how, Sam. What minute are we on on this podcast? Let's stop talking. I'm, I, I was talking about, well, I'm looking something up online. Eight I'm, minutes. I'm saying in I was talking about an older airline bailout. Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. They've done, they've done it. Yeah, they have done it before. I mean, that's. Minutes, Sam's neighbor's good time is going to turn into a fight. All right. Well, so I think I'm sticking with my hot take, though, for the airline industry. And I agree. Sam, Sam's supporting my hot take. And so I'm feeling more fury for the hot take. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's moving on. I have another hot Stick take. Stick with we'll your get to it in a guns, Thomas. That's a, that's a good one. Like, you fuck hope your neighbors airlines. don't. Yeah, fuck the airline industry. You're right. Uh, my name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take. Okay, here's my hot take. I went to Milwaukee this last weekend. I went to two games. White Sox at Brewers. I was at the two games the White Sox lost. I was not at the one game the White Sox won. Here's my hot take. Well, you're obviously the problem. Yeah, no, I I understand that. My hot take is that (laughs) compared to Minnesota Twins fans, Brewers fans are more likely to buy you a beer and more likely to talk mad shit about you. I got bought multiple drinks by Brewers fans when I was at American Family Insurance Field. They were like, hey, buddy, let me buy you a beer. And then they they bought me a beer. And then they were like, let me talk to you about how the White Sox suck. And we talked mad shit, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. That was awesome. I had mad shit. because you had a bunch of beers. And they were buying me beers. When I went to Minnesota, it was very pleasant. But it was like, oh, hey, buddy, your team's pretty good. Oh, yeah. And then, like, they wouldn't buy me beer. But I think the moral to this story, the moral to this story is buy, dump on the ump beer, and we'll probably think more highly of you. Yes. Right. But also, we will talk mad shit to you. Talking mad with you. There was a lot of shit talking going on. At, it, it used to be Miller Park. And Brewers fans, to their credit, like, I give mad credit to Brewers fans, right? They're cool people. They're like, it's Miller Park. It's always been Miller Park. It's still, it's not American family insurance field. You know, you know. Uh, <laughs> so the airline bailout I was talking about just real quick was after okay. 9-11 I take, okay. when the George Bush White House bailed out the, the already financially troubled airline industry for, yeah. to the tune of $18.6 billion. And that's when they changed. That's when it was, you have to pay for check baggage. You have to pay for carry-on luggage. You have to pay to recline your seat. The tray table is quarter operated, you know, all of those 
bullshit up charges. Trade table is quarter operated. That would be awesome. And if you put it back up, you have to pay another quarter to get it down. <laughs> yeah, you smoke cigarettes on an airplane. Do you guys I remember ashtrays? Ashtray? Yeah, you remember the ashtrays. Yeah. They still have ashtrays on airplanes. It's very confusing. That's why I remember them. Yeah. <laughs> now, even when we were kids, like in late 80s, early 90s, you couldn't smoke on an airplane. But they still no. have ashtrays and you can play with them. I think when I was a baby, you could smoke on an airplane, but they I still, have I don't no know. memory of smoking on of people. Oh, yeah. I never smoked on an airplane. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Okay, so wait, I'm confused about how this hot take episode is going to go. So now do we just go back around again? We'll go back around, but I want to give some hot, uh, shout outs before we go back around. And Joel hasn't done his hot. Oh, no, you have. Sorry. I did do my hot take. Shout yeah, out yeah. to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thanks for the we could go back to that because i got some opinions um shout out to everybody who has listened to this uh you know podcast ostensibly about baseball sam you're gonna like this we have a lot of listens from haiti this week oh sweet yeah. the country of haiti yeah because <laughs> your podcast is about <laughs> two weeks ago i think because why we, talked we about- podcasted about Haiti a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we did? Uh, I think it was a B block. After you were done, we talked about the Haitian assassination, the assassination of Haitian president. The Haitian assassination? Yeah, the president of Haiti was assassinated. And Haiti's like. No, no, I just, I, I wanted to make, I just wanted to rhyme. That sounds like oh. a boxer's, that's like a boxer's nickname. I the Haitian assassination. Title. Yeah, yeah, I got you. That's a good call. All right, so Haiti. Shout out to Haiti. Shout out to Haiti. Uh, other than that, the usual suspects, Portland, Oregon, Providence, Rhode Island, San Jose, the Bronx. Oh, fuck you, the Bronx. I got things to say about you. Champaign, Illinois, Manuoba, Tunisia. Shout out to Tunisia. I know we got some Olympics talk coming up. They're... Uh, 400-meter swimmer won the gold medal in, like, one of the greatest upsets of all time. So what country? What? T- the Tunisian guy won the 400-meter freestyle uh, men's swimming event in the Olympics, which is, like, one of the greatest upsets of all time. Is Tunisian <laughs> landlocked? No, no, no. Barbary pirates. The Barbary pirates are Tunisia. North Africa. Like they like cutting hair as much as they like pirating. I get it. I get it. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. That took me a minute. My microphone was muted, so you didn't hear me laughing. But it was good. (laughs) (laughs) Joel like acted like he didn't hear it. So I was just like, "Uh, okay, well, I'm going to forget that joke happened. Anyway, moving on. Uh, keep going. Are you doing shout outs still? Because I want to yeah, go. Yeah. I want to go Here's straight to my house. I'll, I'll wrap it up. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Atlanta, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, Eugene, Oregon, Ashburn, Virginia. Meh, scrolling down. Ashburn, Barcelona, Bend, Oregon, Springfield, Illinois, Liverpool, Oakland, Urbana, Illinois, Houston, Texas. Thanks, you guys. For- it's a good, it, it really is a good podcast. I listen to other baseball podcasts. They're boring. 
this podcast? Not boring. Not boring. Not, not super that, inform, informative, I, but not boring. That text you, all right, I'm going to segue here. That text you sent about the conversation that I'm about to jump into, there's a picture of it, an image from it. Is that guy doing a podcast? That's what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, anyway, so here's my, I'm, I'm going and springing into my hot take because it's directly connected to my shout out that I want to do. So was, that's why we played two turntables and a microphone because we have oh, okay, yes. two hot takes and a shout out. So yeah. I'm going to, my hot take is going to lead me directly into my shout out. Okay. So this, is, we this is Exciting. coming. Second hot take cycle now. Go. Sorry. I have a lot of news developing from the Seattle area as far as trades and baseball news. We have a lot of baseball happening in the Pacific Northwest. The first hot take version kind of, well, this is a multiple hot take. My, my new hot take is that this Mariner team iteration is super fun. And I think the next week are going to be super fun. I think this, what just happened was Kendall Graveman was traded to the Houston Astros, the team we are currently embroiled in a three-game series with we won the first game yesterday and one of the best comebacks i've witnessed partially witnessed in mariner history where we came back from down seven to nothing and won the game 11 to eight grand slam in the eighth inning dylan moore thank you very much joel you had dylan moore on your fantasy team i think you dropped him i have dropped kike hernandez I've dropped Blake Snell. player of the week, DJ yeah, yeah. Hernandez. <laughs> all, so, like, all right, so anyway, so here we go. So, players, I'm like, ah, oh, they suck. I'm going to drop that. I'm great at fantasy the baseball. song of the ancient, <laughs> yeah, baseball. <laughs> fantasy baseball is a total joke on everybody. Um, so anyway, the point being is that Kendall Graveman was currently tra- just traded to the Houston Astros for Abraham Toro. There was other pieces, including Joe Smith, a reliever from the Astros, who sucks, and Rafael Montero, a reliever from the Mariners, who sucks, and was DFA'd last week. So basically, it's Kendall Graveman for Abraham Toro. A lot, apparently, when he was traded today, a lot of people in the clubhouse were pretty disappointed about it. I read about that, yeah. My point is going to be, I think it's a good trade. I think Abraham Toro is cost-controlled utility infielder over the next three years who's got some, I remember two years ago thinking that he was going to be good and I'm kind of still on that boat. So I'm pretty bull on the whole thing. So um, what a lot of people feel like he's also, well, it's not a, is he a good, good. I, yeah, good. No, but he's, but I feel like his peripheral, I feel like he's been overperforming. I feel like his, his peripherals <laughs> suggest that he's a regression is due. Oh, okay. His yeah. stock will never be higher than it is right now. Exactly, 100%. But I have two things to say about this hot take. The first is, Thomas, I'm really happy to hear you say that. It's been so down on the Mariners. And then I like, I'm like, oh, well, the Mariners are kind of good. Like, this is, a, this is a good team. I don't understand why you're, you're so down on them all the time. So I'm really happy to hear you say that you you think they're a fun team at least Thank the you. other thing That's a good is, yeah. like good point the other the kind of flip side to this is that i hear you on the trade of a 30 year old reliever whose stock is at its his highest and is going to be a free agent after the season i believe right yes, yes 100% um 
So I think I agree, but to the message that that sort of move sends to a young and exciting team can be a real gut punch, I think. And so if you, if you being the Mariners are actually trying to like do something this season, I feel this is a real momentum killer, I think, potentially. I, okay. So, so that was a lot of what I think people were saying is what people are. And that's why I'm saying this as a hot take because but i'll tell you an explanation for my hot take is i don't think that this is the season we should be shooting for i don't think the mariners should sell and go for it right now i don't think they're good enough to win a one game wild card playoff i don't think they're a playoff team i think kendall graveman's stock is as high as it will ever be he was at the top of my list of players to trade because i've been watching i think that he is overperforming and I think that he should be traded. He was in my number one reliever to trade. The one thing is that it was right after they won this fucking crazy ass game where the whole team was so pumped. Like everybody was going apeshit and they are a young team and they are totally susceptible to emotional swings. So I'm sure this is a gut punch, but I think that it's a, it's for 2022. I think ultimately, and you know, what we also saw was that Jerry DeBoto says that this is going to be in connection with a bunch of other trades. One of them, which people seem to think, and, and what I'm reading, oh, this goes to my shout out, everything that I know about the Mariners, like from a kind of like a more minutia perspective, is collected from the Mariners SBN website, Lookout Landing, which I would like to give a shout out to for giving me basically all of my, like any of my baseball knowledge that I have about the Mariners. I, I directly rip from all of the really smart people that are involved in that whole website. So shout out to Lookout Landing. Um I think it's a. I think it's for next year, and I think that's okay. I think what's going to happen is they're going to trade Kyle Seager. Oh wow! So they're not, going into sell mode hard. No, I think that they're. I think he's going to pivot and say that it's for partially for this year. But I think he's pivoting to next. I, yes, I would say that all overall their their direct effect they're hoping to net is next year and the beyond. Right. Which I'm in favor of. I've always been saying that the Mariners should not sell out for one year of playing in a wild card game. I think that this team with some of the prospects and some of the youth that we have, if they can hold on and develop, we're going to have a four or five year run where, you know, like I was just reading the Mar- uh, the, the Houston Astros, Framber Valdez, um, Christian Javier, uh, Jose Urquidy, and uh, the guy that went yesterday, Garcia are all cost controlled they're all under contract till 2025 and these guys were brought in when the astros were ahead of the spin rate technology they knew about spin rate and they got in on that before anybody else did and they got these international signees that i think are going to be really anyway the point being is that no you i think we need to play for the long game not the short game i counterpoint if i may on the topic of momentum, though, a team that maybe isn't going to the playoffs this year, who's young and talented, like the Mariners are, playing spoiler at the end of a season like this could lead into next season's momentum. You, you give away, you know, late inning relief and you start losing all your games after the seventh inning, then you're well, going to lose that. But they're going to lose any like goodwill leading into next season. 
I think they've they've gotten a lot of good performances out of their bullpen though. They have Paul Sewell, they have Drew Steckenrider, they've had a lot of innings out of Swanson, Eric Swanson. They've had they have a few young guys, cost control guys that aren't big name free agents like Kendall Graveman, who's going to be gone next year. And we regardless have, of the situation. Yeah. So basically, yeah. we basically traded twenty innings of Ken, Kendall Graveman for cost controlled Abraham Toro until twenty twenty five. And in that context, I can't. Yeah. It, I, mean, I, I agree with you 100%. I think the timing stinks. And I think it, DePoto, I think it's going to try and spin it and make it sound like he's still playing for this year. But I guarantee, I don't think he is. Uh, I, yeah. I, I feel like the Mariners have been rebuilding for 15 years. But we're finally. And, this, and like this just seems like a continuation of that to me. But I'm also, I, I don't follow the Mariners that closely. So. Right. And I think, I think what you'll find is that a lot of those prospects like Dustin Ackley and Jesus Montero and Justin Smoke and Michael Saunders, who are like big time prospects coming up to the Mariners organization that was going to be the future. I think that we were hanging a lot of light on those guys when they really weren't what everybody said they were. Super I think great. That we have coming up, and we have four guys in the top 100, and I think that that's reasonable. I think this kid, Logan Gilbert, is showing that he's got total top end ace potential. I think we got, I think we got some cost control. We got a lot of things working for us. So I, I would, I understand where that's coming from. And I think that that Mariner fans have a hard time understanding that, but I think that we, I think, I think we're in it for, for a little bit, just a little bit longer and, you know, like lean into the playoff drought. It's fun. We're like the worst team in professional sports. That's like a cool, like, that's like, the, that's like the greatest thing to be when you're a sports fan, you know, it's like, cause nobody can talk shit to you. You're like, yeah, well, I'm a fan of the Mariners. I like sports. I like this. I like baseball more than you. Cause I've been following the Mariners for 20 years and they suck. Good point. That, that was maybe I'm getting a little off the hinge. Great point. You can tell Thomas is agitated. We said, Bagging on the keyboard, which we can do. Um, okay, but what about it's my elbows? <laughs> what about Zeddy Graveman to the Astros when you guys are playing the Astros? Like that was a thing that that shocked me. I, well, I think right. it's like, in I think the it's, division. That's the other thing. The it's not just like you're giving up on the season. It's like you're giving the you're helping the Astros who are in your division. Well, okay. So here's what I think about that. I think that's a serious fuck you to Graveman and like, oh, you guys, we're going to hit oh, this guy. I like what I've seen, I like what I've seen, what I've seen in the last 20 innings is that that guy's actually got holes. And if anybody knows him, we know him and we're going to pick this motherfucker apart if we play him. Right. And that's going to be hilarious. That's my hope. White Sox did with Alex Colomay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. There you go. Closer for the White Sox last year. He had a great season, but he had like a ridiculously uh, good BABIP because he was uh huh. And then they I love BABIP twins, and he sucks ass for the twins because you can't control that. That's see, that's fun. That's that's cool. I hope you write. I hope you write about that. All right, so, but I'm all in on the Mariners making the playoffs this year, Thomas. You think I'm a fool? 100%. Okay, yeah. You think the Astros are going to miss the playoffs? Mm -hmm. Still. Oh, yeah. 
two out of three of Oakland, Seattle, and Toronto making the playoffs this year. I don't know who. I'd go Oakland and Seattle, but I like Toronto also. I mean, Tampa. I'm always betting against the Houston Astros. I I, I don't think the Astros are going to lose the division. And I just, we might finish ahead of the A's. We We might sneak in. I really don't want to, though. Right. I don't want that fucking one game playoff. It's going to just piss me off because we're going to lose it. You know, we're going to fucking lose it. But at least and then I'm not going to playoffs. Yeah. But then I won't be able to like, we haven't been to the playoffs in 20 years. I'm obviously a bigger fan of my team than you. <laughs> you can have one game at Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. One fucking playoff game at Tampa Bay where fucking Marco <laughs> Gonzalez gets shelled and fucking Glasnow comes back and pitches a gym and then loses in the next round of Boston. You know, fuck that. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. Well, should we move on? Dan, second hot take. You up. You want to go back to the Olympics? It's your call. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Were we Here's in the Olympics? Hot take. My first hot take, since I already used my shout out. My first hot take is a thoroughly un American hot take. So, yeah. <clears throat> all you right wing conservative snowflakes out there, cover your ears, earmuffs. The most right. Uh, this is going to be. Is this is going to be seriously, seriously un-American. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited. Ready? I, I, yo, you do you see my Soviet Union flag? I am. <laughs> I have a Tommy boner. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Here oh, it is. Comrade. Here it is. Oh. My un-American hot take. Swimming laps is the stupidest sport in the Olympics. And those of you who are not on this video chat can't see me, but I was doing air quotes when I said the word sport because swimming laps is not a sport and it's fucking boring and it should never be televised, not even in the Olympics. I mean, jogging's a sport. Jogging is more interesting than swimming. I disagree. Yeah. I I would rather watch people sit on a couch than swim. Because they might say something funny. <laughs> I mean, sure, like watching people interact is more fun than watching somebody swim. But from like when you put it in the context of like a stopwatch, yeah, and all of a sudden you're talk. Now you got a stew, baby. No, I think that fifty percent of the primetime Olympic footage on the TV in the United States is people swimming fucking laps, and it drives me insane. I think when they go the like underwater. Shit. And it shows them underwater and they're turning around all fast. Yeah. It's so cool. I've been swimming since I was a child. Like this doesn't not like do this. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, like I got tired watching the 400 meter like freestyle. Like, do you like the the amount of like cardiovascular strength it takes? To like, oh my god, I could go to the gym and watch somebody like go on the elliptical for an hour and a half, and it's the same thing, you know what I mean? No, but they would be doing the elliptical faster than you've ever seen anybody do the <laughs> go to the gym and watch a bunch of geriatric people recovering from a stroke swim laps, you know, it's the that's same, not the same thing. These people it's are the swimming same thing, so it's oh, so they're going a little bit slower, they're going a little bit it's slower, a lot guys. Slower. 
It's like, why is a guy running a little bit faster than another guy more entertaining than a guy swimming faster than a guy that's swimming pretty fast? Like, there's a lot more elements involved. Because you can run a lot faster than you can swim. Like, they're going fast. You can't run in water faster than you can swim. Right, but why would you do that? Well, can you fly? No. It's Not without $30 for my check bag. It's conquering the elements the best. I got that joke. No, I could I could speed walk faster than these people are swimming. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could walk at a regular pace faster than they could swim, but you couldn't fucking. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's not impressive. I could walk along the side of the pool faster than these people are going. Whoa! I broke a world record. I walked back and forth next to the pool for like 15 minutes. You know what I mean? (laughs) You say log, but that is the official dub of the position. Swimming. We don't give a damn about it. No, I'm a completely opposed to this. I'm anti this perspective. Now, I think swimming is American cool. dominance in the sport, like the American propaganda machine, has convinced you that you like swimming because the Americans dominate in the sport. But it's actually bullshit. It's not a sport. It's exercise. And it's exercise for old people. It's not even like the way that young people exercise. You know what I mean? I mean, do young people run? Yeah. I don't think they swim. I think young people super swim. Fast. Letty also saying right. you told me about they can't run that fast in the water. No, I don't I'm like running about. either, but at least they're going yeah. fast. What's the difference between exercise and sports? The Summer Olympics does not really draw that line. Hey, Joel, have you watched baseball? Oh, yeah. I got There's all- not a lot of exercise going on in that sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got, I want softball. Right, but there's skill, right? And the swimmers, like, all they have is freakishly long arms, and they've been training since they were oh, babies. That's what, like, Sam's no just jealous of their long arms. I don't know. Sam is saying, and he's been telling me this food since. I know what it is. It's because Sam's hairy. He's a very hairy person. I, I could shave. They all shave. Like, what's to stop me from shaving? <laughs> See, that's what it is. It's the hate. It's the shave shaming. No. It's <laughs> no. <laughs> that there's there's it's American propaganda. And there's the only reason you think it's cool is because um, the American broadcasting machine has been like, this is the sport that America's quote unquote sport that America dominates at. So we're gonna jam it down everyone's throat every four years forever. And eventually oh, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, I love swimming. Swimming's like such a great thing. I love swimming. It's such oh, a wait, great wait, wait, sport. Wait. Can I can I say something really quick? Sure. I forgot that this was a ultimately an anti ultra nationalist take. And I just decided I was going to take an antithesis tack on this take because I thought it would be make for better podcasting and just decide that I really like swimming. I think swimming's fine and I like to it, but I really like, I think I'm down for an anti-American sentiment. That's all I'm going to go. Oh, okay. Good. I agree with you. I'm changing my course. I agree with Fuck Americans. Yeah, you're correct, Thomas. I was correct. Yeah. No, fuck it. Like gymnastics, swimming, and basketball like yeah no 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 i got hot oh we want to think about are we talking about olympics basketball i got hot takes about olympics basketball we should not talk about olympic gymnasts i mean we (laughs) probably I think I think I think that's a territory fraught with trouble. And do we have twenty minutes? I mentioned that. 
<laughs> oh my god no okay so wait joel but so by by this by this definition of this episode joel gets one more hot take yeah let me say it this way like why does gymnastics get the like center uh 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 field the like why does everybody watch women's gymnastics gymnastics and why does everybody watch swimming why well, they- I think gymnastics is cooler than swimming because you've established they fl- that they do flips and shit, right? <laughs> wait, wait, what about like synchronized swimming? What do you That's think about I would watch a million synchronized yeah. swimming meets before no, I watch no, some I bastard swimming laps. Oh, you, you mean like trials, time trials? <laughs> no, what about I don't know, like what the- water polo is cool. Water polo is cool. Sure. Synchronized okay. swimming is cool. I like all the diving events. Okay. So it's not the uh, water that you hate. But it's just swimming. Like, though, the thing that is on TV the most is the thing that synchronized swimmers do to, like, train their endurance or something. It would be like if the synchronized swimmers had to swim really fast to the middle of the pool and then <laughs> do their thing. It's like if baseball was an Olympic sport, and then also, like scratching your balls was an Olympic sport, you know, because that's the thing well, that baseball, baseball is players do sport. when they're not playing baseball, or like spitting. Yeah, spitting, and that'd be a cool <laughs> sport. Like stretching, it's like you would watch spitting over over swimming. Yeah. Um, what about that thing that? Well, we shouldn't talk about Trevor Bauer because he's a total piece of shit. But that thing that he used to do with his uh, rubber wah 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 wand right. thing, where he would it's do like that the one. rubber wah wah was an Olympic sport. That's yeah, what exactly. swimming laps is. I see where you're coming from. All right, by 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 form, we have to give Joel one more hot take. All right, um, all right, my last hot take. Oh. Got to open that beer. Yeah. I know. All right. <laughs> My last hot take is about baseball and that, like, we are going... Thomas is trying to sign language me that we're out of time. No, 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 no. I was just showing you the time. You go ahead. You go ahead. And you he didn't see it. For those of you listening at home, <laughs> Dope on the Ump is a video podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Thomas was like, we're out of time. I don't. No, I'm not. I was just never mind. We're fucking out of time. All right, but we're uh, like three minutes, motherfuckers. Trade deadline. What's gonna happen? Uh, I think the Padres are fucking moving in on everybody, and they're gonna like suck everybody up like a vacuum cleaner. The Padres are Pokemoning the Major League Baseball. Yeah, yeah agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Who did they get besides Brian Reynolds or whatever? They're going after everybody. Well, and it it, it started Frazier. last offseason when they signed they got you Darvish and they got Blake Snell and they got that other guy, that other pitcher. Musgrove. Musgrove. Yeah. It's, it's a whole it's a real Pokemon situation. Like, they're 100%. They're 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 in. They're they're trying to go. They're they they've established that they've got the they've got the thing they want and they're going for it. They're trying. So I don't think that's I think that's to character and makes sense for them to go for it. Yes, which is good. But like, I want my team to go for it. Who did they get besides Adam Frazier? Nobody. Oh, no, they got a picture. Sam, Google that. They got a picture. Googling it. 
Padres got did get Frazier, which I wish the White Sox had gotten. Um, Trevor Story, you know, like a lot of my White Sox Twitter friends want Trevor Story on the White Sox. I'm kind of like, I don't know if he's that good, but he's better than Ray Willie Garcia. So yeah, why not? But I mean, so he would play second base. He plays. We need a second base man. Yeah. He'd be good at second base, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees need to be fucking sellers, and they don't think they are. Well, they're, I mean, but they're in the same spot. That they're like the Padres, but they're two years ahead of that. Oh, the Padres are good. The Padres are going to the playoffs. No, no, but I'm saying from like a developmental perspective, from like a window perspective, they're, they're, they're in the middle of the Yankees should have been to the playoffs and should have won playoffs. Should like should have been to a World Series this I mean, they, they think they they think that they should. If the Yankees were good, you'd be right. Well, I mean, they've been to the ALCS. That's a bad baseball team. Shout out to Randy Wilkins at Pam's son, and like he's got like seven thousand Twitter followers, and we got like six hundred Twitter followers. I was talking shit to him about the Yankees, and he's like, "Go go cry on your little podcast about the Yankees." And so I am. Randy oh. Wilkins. I mean, the Yankees suck. We should have done this watch. earlier. The Yankees yeah. are fucking suck. And Wait, are we doing a Yankees suck B-block? We're doing it right now. But we can do it B-block. Oh. I mean, okay, so wait, Joel, if this is supposed to be your hot take, this is not a hot take. No, my hot take is the Yankees suck and adding Trevor Story is not going to make the Yankees any better. That's not a hot take. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's, that's a, that's everybody a, outside of the Bronx already knows that. That's a tepid take. My favorite thing about Yankees Twitter right now is that they're all like, oh, Aaron Boone sucks. Brian Cashman sucks. And I'm like, you guys, your you team suck. sucks also. Like, your players also suck. <laughs> It all sucks. They all suck. The Yankees. Yeah, fuck the Yankees. They suck. Yeah, yeah. we hate those guys. We hate Gary Sanchez is a fat fucker. And bad <laughs> at his job. If I was as yeah. bad at my job as Gary Sanchez was, good God. Here you go. Here's one for you. Aaron Judge is a fucking moron. Well, he got COVID. And He's overrated. Giancar- Giancarlo Stanton, he can't stay out of the way of his own ass. He's got big ass. He's all ass, that guy. He is actually, Thomas, my counter-hot take. He is actually the only good player on the Yankees. DJ LeMay. All the Yankees fans hate him because they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> We're back to square one. <laughs> I think Aaron, I think probably wife beater Chapman is the best player on the Yankees. That's what I think. He's blown like eight saves this year. He's been trash for a while. That should tell you about the rest of the Yankees lineup. <laughs> Yankees suck. Yes. I just my favorite thing is that they paid 350 million or whatever for like a bunch of sticky stuff, and now that guy can't even use it anymore. And he's crying and he just about like, it. He gives like three home runs up a game. It's amazing. Didn't he have one more good game though? Yeah, no, he uh, he did a complete game win against Houston. Get a goal. Oh, that's Houston. They cheat, so they could. They, right. So cheaters, cheating, cheaters never win. And he's from Houston anyway. Right. 
The Mariners are only losing three to two to Houston right now. We're going to come back. He pitched a good game against the Red Sox in one of their wins against us, but otherwise the Red Sox have fucking owned him. Oh wait, yeah. How many comebacks do they have in the last three days or something? Uh, Not a lot. They came back. Wasn't he throwing the no hitter, or who was throwing the no hitter? Oh, the other wife beater, Domingo Homar. Oh, yeah, wife beater number two. And he got, did he no carry it to the, the eighth inning, and then the Yankees and the Yankees are up four to nothing in the bottom of the eighth inning. Red Sox score five run, runs, win the game. <laughs> it was amazing. That's fun. It's a fun time to be a Red Sox fan, I would say. Yeah, it's kind of a fun time to be a Mariner fan. I mean, like this is as good as it gets for Mariner fans. I gotta say, what? In one perspective, which is why you should be pissed at your GM that he's not like, let's go for it. Come on, buddy. Why? Because I don't think going for it's a good idea. I think it's fun that they're having a good time, but I don't think the they're Astros gonna... Are gonna self-destruct. I'm telling you, Astros are gonna win 84 games. They'd have to go like 12 and 80 at this point, right? When they... <laughs> like 300, yeah. Yeah, like a 300 winning percentage. I don't think that's going to happen. Wait, you beat them last night. How's it going? To <laughs> yeah, they, they would need to win 25 of their next 60 games. 25 and 35. Yeah, Astros are finished yeah. 25 and 35. Yeah, that's reasonable. All right. 20, well, 24 of their next 59 games. They'll have to win. All right, well, Joel, if the Mariners make the playoffs and that they play the White Sox, well, they won't play the White Sox unless we win the wild card game. No, they won't play the White Sox. Here's the thing, yeah. The White Sox are going to get eliminated in the first round. Everybody White knows. The Red Sox. <laughs> Damn. Well, who's going to finish with the best record in the AL? That's the question. The Astros. Awesome. I think it's going to be the Red Sox. Yeah. I, I know you do. The Red Sox are the only one who's going to be playing in a competitive division, I feel like. That's more reason for them. To not. Like then yeah. it's White Sox because we're gonna whoop up on Detroit. No, you guys are gonna like sit all your guys at the end of the season. Oh, the White Sox might be the number one seed, and then they would play the Mariners in the first round. In which case, we'd have to have a dump on the um, playoff game. Yeah. yeah. No, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a White Sox Mariners ALDS. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Like if if the Mar- I mean if the Mariners make the playoffs, and then all three of our teams will make the playoffs, and that yeah. would mean that like really that this manifestation of dump on the ump is the most powerful, the most successful manifestation. Of- <laughs> the, I, I mean, yeah. the White, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. This is the the powers have come together to make our three teams make the playoffs. That's not going to happen because the Mariners aren't going to make the playoffs. But I uh, ever since Joel told me that Scherzer was on the trade block today, I've just been envisioning a Scherzer Sale Evaldi one two three in the playoffs, and just how great that would be. That's not an unlikely scenario. Yeah. What's that? Scherzer to the Mariners. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I wanted you. I, I wanted you to be. The, no, I wanted Red you to Sox be. Won't give up enough to get Scherzer. For those of you listening, for those of you listening at home, when Joel said that about Scherzer to the Mariners, the computer screen on his face like lit up, and it looked like he had just gone to a new page. And for a second, yeah. for a split <laughs> second, I thought in. he was looking at a like a, a headline. No, and no, was gonna be like, no, no, no. Scherzer went to the Mariners, and I was going to be like. I just shat my pants on live on the podcast. <laughs> I was just saying, that was a tagging bullshit. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, it could happen. Who knows? Yeah. Fucking Mariners. Fuck the Mariners. All right. We, we're out of here. All right. We're going to cut this out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. 
This has been Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. You know you love it. You know you want to follow us on all your social media applications. You know we do a good job because, you know, Thomas plays the keyboard. Thomas, play the keyboard. There we go. There we go. This is quality <laughs> podcasting in minute 47. Oh, yeah. I actually say I'm OEM minute 47. Minute 48, actually. Nice. That's not bad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Uh, Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook at Dump on the Ump, Spotify, Apple iTunes, you know the bullshit. Thank you for Don't listening. Me. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Pick yourself up off the side of the road with the elevator bones and you win flash tones. Remember soul hypnotizes move through the room like ambulance drivers. Shine your shoes with your microphone blues. Your suits with your parachute boots. Passing the Gucci from coast to coast. Then the man get loose. <laughs>